realize that every time we talk about living together, everything's my fault? Has everybody, has anybody it is, else realized this? It literally is your fault. We're on is. Drop the Ball, and uh, Jackson says, I have it live on... Are we, on doing, are we doing roommate therapy? I have it live on this show that... Uh, are we doing roommate therapy right now? You're bullying me. That's what it is. Are we, do, you, do you want me to do roommate therapy? I think I've allowed to bully you. I'm like your older brother right now. I uh, Old... <laughs> I'm like your older brother. Yeah, doing Proceeds dishes, to be almost a year, young, doing a year dishes, younger than me. Moving your comb back to your stuff. That is literally... Oh, my God. Okay. Cleaning up the water you leave everywhere on the counter in the bathroom. When you literally just said something, Asking not even twenty minutes, not even twenty like seconds ago, it's been longer than that. Five minutes ago, that man, water gets everywhere on this sink. That's because you'd be washing your hands, you're fleeing that shit everywhere. I've never washed my hands and had that much water left on the sink. You lit- I literally just saw it in there. I literally just saw what, it just in now? there. Are you trying to call me out now? Because guess what? I didn't wash my hands after I shit, and that's why it couldn't be my water, pussy. That's what I thought. Back off, and I'm willing to admit I didn't wash my hands after I shit <laughs> to win this argument. You just keep, yeah. <laughs> Every time something comes up, Jackson's like, "Well, he doesn't do his dishes," and I'm like, "Um, okay, so I totally have done. We have switched off doing each other's dishes. Before. No, yeah, that is definitely what's happened. No, it's not been like, oh no. yeah, we've agreed to that, but no. it's inadvertently been that. that yes, it has." I have done your di- I've done your dishes while they've been in there before. Maybe like once, <laughs> twice. And if it was, I didn't do them because the sink was too full of your dishes to do mine. So I left it to f- until you did your dishes, and you just did all of them. Okay, but that's literally the same I, thing. I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just saying. But I'm also not gonna. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about this. This is drop the ball. The kitchen table. Yeah. And it's hey does anybody else see this just like i'm trying to back away from it and you're like oh well then blah, 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 and you bring more shit up because you're wrong so you're running away from it now i'm not running away from it i'm <laughs> oh my god he's gaslighting me he's gaslighting me he's gaslighting me he's gaslighting me it's okay i'm okay being a clean roommate it's fine yeah <laughs> okay so we're on drop the ball and we hate each other. So I don't know why we're doing this fucking show anymore. Well, we and basically don't because you don't want to anymore. But yep. That's what it is. Because everything's my fault is really fault. the problem. Yeah. You, we keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. I, it's, it I has nothing to, do, to last, do. I wanted to get this done last night, but Matt wanted to hang out with his girlfriend more. So we didn't do it last night. Mm, okay. So yeah, everything's my fault. I forgot. <laughs> and I'll take the blame for everything because that's just how it goes. Uh, let's talk about the Chiefs, shall we? Because we didn't have a sh- we didn't have a show last week because of course we hate you, and um, <laughs> so we did not get to talk about the Baltimore Ravens and that matchup. Which it's crazy when Baltimore decides they don't want to, I don't know, do the game plan that has made them successful the entire year. The they lose. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on there. I'm grateful for it because you know. We take what we can get. We won the game, so I don't yeah. really care how it happened, frankly. Yeah, I don't give a shit, and no one's going to talk about cheated. it. We could have we could have been handed that on a silver platter by the officials, and I would be like, well, sucks, we still won. Yeah. <laughs> Tough breaks. Uh, here's the thing, though. There were a lot of people saying that that, is, that that game was heavily, like, badly officiated in the Chiefs' favor, and I'm like, I don't think so. No. You need to look at the things that were called and understand that they were being called for both sides. For, yeah, for every no call that you can point out, there's at least one that the didn't go the Chiefs way to. Like, yeah. It's I and also you have no right to 
as a Baltimore person complaining about these flags, you have no right to complain about them when you had every opportunity. The Chiefs literally gave you every opportunity to get in that game. Right, yeah. And you blew every single like, one It's not like them. our offense was scoring either. You yeah. Know? Like, the, the flags weren't benefiting us, you know. We weren't making – we weren't getting points out of it. Yeah. Uh, it did show us one thing, though, going into the next game, which is quite a big one, if you ask me. Um the Super Bowl? The Chiefs won the AFC for the fourth time in the last five years? Yeah, they did. That's After crazy. Appearing for the sixth time straight. Yeah, I... Um, in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I I think the one thing that really stood out to me is the defense, you know? I mean, it on the road, on the road, they st- stood up the, a great offense with with Lamar Jackson and... and um, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Mark Andrews. I mean, they got they got healthy. They got a full healthy offense f- to go up against us. Um, and I mean, we held them to ten points. Yep, ten points at home. And I mean, that's the last three points that they scored was a field goal because they were like, well, we might as well yeah, with like two score something. Yeah. Le- so we it's still a ten point game, so we got to score something. Right. Um, it was not their decision to freaking kick a field goal on that. It was just they had to. They yeah. had to. It was that you needed time up without possibly getting points. Yeah, and so here's the thing: your the defense was really, really good, and it really solidified itself as one of the best ones in the NFL. I mean, the Ravens' defense. Everybody talked about them being this big, 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 humongous juggernaut, and they were. They were, and the Chiefs only scored 17 points, which, you know, at times is usually enough to win a ball game but when the defense on the other side the chiefs is as good as you yeah it just doesn't work out sometimes yeah and i've honestly i've been really impressed with the with the safeties especially this playoffs um when we lost brian cook i was yeah i was pretty scared um i, I mean I, I he was playing really really good but i don't think he was playing well enough for us to not be able to replace him yeah i just don't know if i was if i felt like we could trust mike andrews and Dion bush from the practice squad to step up and be that guy. Um, so, I mean, all things considered, I mean, Andrews – or Edwards, not Andrews. Mike, um, Mike he, Edwards. Mike Edwards, yeah. Uh, Mike Edwards uh, has multiple turnovers this season. Um, multiple forced turnovers, that is. Uh-huh. Um, and Deion Bush came up big with an interception of Lamar Jackson in the last game. So, mm-hmm. like, Justin Reed's been great. We knew he could be great. Um I really like that signing when it happened, and he's just proved me right, which has been great. Yeah. Um, but the two guys that have come in to fill in for, uh, for Brian Cook have also been phenomenal, especially for what, what expectations we did have of them coming in. Um, so unfortunately, no, no, uh, Brian Cook in the Super Bowl, which I kind of thought might happen. Yeah, yeah, um, we were talking about this earlier yeah. about how. We were kind of hopeful about Brian Cook doing something. He, we still had four weeks left in the season when he got injured. I th- a little bit more than that, I think. I don't remember specifically when the yeah. injury was. I don't remember and they called what it a week high it was. Ankle sprain. And I was like, yeah, a month yeah. and a half. That seems reasonable. Maybe we'll get back. And then yeah. the freaking episode of the franchise, and they were interviewing from his couch, and I was like, he ain't coming back. Yeah, so <laughs> that's not happening. It's, so I mean, it, it was. It's it's really weird that he's not back, and that stinks. But um, all things considered, they haven't probably felt the need to rush him back and. Chamari Connor has played really well Chimari in his Connor's absence. Been great as well. Yeah, I don't think it was. And during the Buffalo game, not the 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 Ravens game, which is the one that we were supposed to cover last week. Uh, during the Raven, during the Bills game, 
Jamari Connor had the highest graded yeah. PFF yeah. grade by a defensive I, player, I think. I feel really good going forward about what um, this secondary especially can do. Uh, on the pass rush side of things, I mean, we still have Chris Jones for another game at least. And George Karloftis just, I mean, I mean, probably one of the most – improved players on either side of the ball in the entire NFL this I, season. Yes, I agree with you. Like I, he, I, realistically, if it wasn't so under the radar, he probably would have a good chance at... He, at um, pro Bowl? Um, yeah. Even all pro, mm-hmm. realistically. I but think... I, I haven't heard even Chiefs people really talk about George Kaloftis's... Because I think that he is literally going to be... We've talked about this a little bit, about how I think that George Karloftis is going to be like an 85 overall player for like his entire career. Yeah. But then he's going to be so important. Yeah, like well, he'll like, leave or something will happen yeah. and he'll retire and then we'll be yeah. like, what the hell? How do we fill that void? But he's just he's just so above average at so many things, yeah. but he's not elite. And so... I, he, but, I, honestly, but he does so much well. So, like, I can't, I can't of, get mad at him. In terms of numbers, his sack numbers were borderline elite this year. I mean, like, not Khalil Mack from the interior elite, but, like, he put up almost 11 sacks. I mean, and he played every single game, never got hurt. Like, I mean, he's been great at putting pressure on the quarterback, even if he doesn't get to him. Yeah. Um, part of probably the reason that uh, Omenihue was so successful. Uh, this yeah, because you have so much attention yeah, on Carlos Carlos and Jones and whatever. Bringing yeah. that up, um, the one thing that we will be missing from the pass rush going into the Super Bowl is Charles Omenihu. Um He himself was pretty confident he'd be back at the Super Bowl, um, but and then he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL in that game, which means not only will he not be back at the Super Bowl, but we might miss him for Part. solid four or five weeks of the next season. Maybe <sighs> more than more. that, maybe yeah. More. Um, yeah, that's tough. But the pers- for him to get you know his, get healthy and and figure it out, um, especially because he was very vocal about wanting to play in a Super Bowl this year, and he was going to play his former team. Yeah, against his former team like, would be great, great storyline. Awesome. Um, and he was great for us, so I'm glad we have him for at least one more year. Um, maybe we can sign an extension for him. Um, Add another year again. That's another guy. Yeah. Kind of like Carlos Dunlap last year. That kind of went under the radar. I don't know if anybody really paid that much attention to how useful he was to the team. Omenihue, I think, is way better than Carlos Dunlap. Oh, probably, but I'm talking about in terms of production. Like, yeah. part of that's because he didn't play the first six weeks. Um, but yeah, I think defense. The defense is really the story of that Ravens game, and it's definitely something that we need to pay attention to going into the Super Bowl. Um, offense just didn't make mistakes. Um, that was something that Matt and I were talking about off the podcast since we forgot to do one for the Ravens game. Yeah. Um, was that. Um, kind of like how we talked about Josh Allen being kind of the key for the Chiefs-Bills game mm-hmm. in terms of just not making mistakes, you know, just playing a clean game, putting up points when he can. Um, that was kind of the expectation, I think, for Mahomes in this one, you know. Come in, don't make mistakes, put up points when the defense allows it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I expected our defense to go that crazy in the paint, you know. Um I don't know if I expected us to be able to win that game with less than 20 points. Uh, but all things said and done, Mahomes went in. He, Whenever the defense allowed him to, he scored some points, and he didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. It looked great. And looking at Patrick Mahomes, if you compare his resume to just about anybody, it's one of the – this five-year stretch has been one of the best stretches in NFL history. Yeah. Like dead serious. Like I don't really want to get into this whole big – I we mean, can talk about it. We can talk about it post Super Bowl, yeah, but like we can talk about it if it happens. I think. Uh, but Mahomes has an opportunity to join an illustrious group, man. 
I mean, three plus Super Bowls is huge. And we say this, at least I say this very sparingly, because like, of course, we say all the time, hey, like I'd let the Bills beat me in this in the regular season every time. Every time if we beat them in the playoffs, yeah. Because this part of the this part of the year is the hardest to get to. Yeah. And you have this opportunity to get this, and then if you don't get it, you're like, okay, well now I have to wait an entire n- entire year. Right. And then you have to go through this gauntlet. Right. Which the Chiefs went through a huge gauntlet to get to the Super Bowl. Had to go on the road twice for the first time in the playoffs. And hey, it was cold, and in Kansas City, that's our advantage, I guess. Yeah. But that Miami team was, it was fucking great. scary. Chris Jones, fun fact, came out and said that multiple players and coaches got frostbite during that Miami game. That's so, I mean, just shows you the fact that the fact that whoever it was 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 able to play through that and then turn around and be ready again for another cold, cold another game. Another cold game, yeah. I mean, that's this team. This team has shown that they can just gut it out, and that's I think that's the one thing that Mahomes probably hasn't had in the team in his tenure here. Is just a team oh. that can like I don't yeah I've never okay. fully felt that comfortable with a lead in the Mahomes era if that makes sense to you like yeah that makes like sense like multiple times we've been up by like ten points like I going think into he, the fourth quarter and I've been like I don't like this mm. you know I think you're much more comfortable with what our defense has done right I mean I know that that sounds like right. a, but we sounds also, easy to fucking right. explain yeah. but it's I think if you if you have enough faith in like that part of your team stopping the opponent yeah you're gonna feel way better especially when you have yeah, patrick yeah. mahomes right because then if they do if they do take the lead you're like okay well we got fucking magic man right here who can come in and just wreck your shit in any moment so yeah well and i mean the defense helps for sure but this is also we also have the first running attack in the mahomes era that has purely been focused on um purely been focused on just grinding yards like every running back we've had under Mahomes has basically has kind of functioned as let me dance around let me let me you know how many screens can we throw to him what can we do with like what kind of gadget stuff can we do with them like Pacheco is the first running back we've had with Mahomes that you can just hand the ball off and just have him run a gap you know yeah. Part of that's because we also have the first offensive line that's been built for run protection. Whether it was on purpose or not, this offensive line is really great at run protection. They're frankly better at run protection than they are pass protection. Yeah. Um, and the mixture of Pacheco being able to run fast and having a decent amount of size um, combined with that has definitely helped. But I just think the mentality this postseason has just been go into the game, do what's necessary, and push over who you need to push over. Um, and I really, I do really like that going forward into this 49ers game. I, like, I really think this, I mean, this is a 49ers team that is, is, has a lot of veteran experience, but you've got a rookie quarterback. You've got second a, year quarterback. a second, uh, yeah, a second year quarterback, I guess a young quarterback. Um, you've got a offensive minded coach that is going to have a game plan around being evasive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you can do if you can do what you can to get guys on their backs early and um, make them really have to play through you, then you have a really good chance of of forcing their hand early, making them take the deep passes early, making them throw up heaves and, and prayers early. You know, I like mm-hmm. very similar to how Legarius Sneed said he played um, Tyreek Hill in the Miami game. You know. Hit him, hit him coming off the line early, 
and then make them fight through that contact to get into their route tree. You know, make them make them physically earn any progress they get on the field, regardless of if they have the ball for it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. And I think that the 49ers, if we were to look at that team, you were saying, of course, offensive minded head coach, and they've always been up there with the chiefs. And when you're talking about the top echelon of the NFL, uh, some stats for Patrick Mahomes against the 49ers, uh, Patrick Mahomes has a passer rating of 134 with, uh, with a hundred and tw- wait, sorry, sorry, one thirty-four with over nine hundred yards, eight touchdowns, three interceptions, and three career games, including the postseason against the Niners. It's not bad. It's not terrible. <laughs> um, that's including the Super Bowl, right? Uh, in not including the Super Bowl, uh, he's way better. Um, only to six to a uh, six to one rate. And two games against them. I'm interested to see offensively what this team looks like because they haven't really, mm. they haven't really popped off in this in this this playoffs with the exception of yeah. the Miami game, and even then it was only 27. Points. Yeah, I I think that a lot. I think that this could sneakily be like a thirty a thirty eight to thirty one game. I hope so. Again, like I think I kind of hope so because everybody everybody didn't think that she, the Super Bowl last year was going to be high scoring or anything right, like that, yeah. but. It ended up being very high scoring. So I mean, I mean we'll see. That's left in the tank, teams have to get. I mean, put in. Yeah. My thing is, I like. I kind of want both teams to be forced to score more than thirty points, because when it comes down to it, I mean, to score thirty plus points, especially against this Chiefs offense, you're gonna have to throw, and yeah. you're gonna have to throw the ball. And if it comes down to both teams having to throw a bunch to score, yeah, I trust. Mahomes a lot more than I trust Brock Purdy here, you know, to not make mistakes. I think they both are capable of it, and maybe Brock Purdy can come out and surprise us. But uh-huh. if Brock Purdy has to throw forty attempts against this secondary, he very well could have two picks. Yeah, I, I that's a very and good that point. Could be the turning point. In this game. But I think they're really going to use. I mean, as you should use Christian McCaffrey. I think right. yeah. everything is going right. to go through but him. They'll throw to McCaffrey too. They will, and, and that's and what I mean. That's what I mean. Everything is going to go through we him. Throw together. I don't. It might be pretty. Not easy because he's a great fucking running back, but yeah. it it could be very possible that we we get to Christian McCaffrey before he gets to that line of scrimmage consistently. I think that the Chiefs are going to be able to do the same the not the same, but they're going to be able to do a similar game plan that they were able to do against the Ravens, taking away the running quarterback aspect because right. I think that you can use the same players to attack Christian McCaffrey that you would have used to attack Lamar Jackson. Now Willie Gay Jr did exit the, the AFC Championship game. He is he is healthy now. He's scheduled to be in the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought he was going to play uh, two weeks ago, but he didn't. Um, so I think that it's potentially similar because you kind of like that matchup. You like your corners. Your corners are good. And now Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are two different monsters than Odell Beckham and Zay Flowers. I think they're right. comparable, oh, yeah. but yeah. I think that it they are a top – a bigger echelon and you even have to think about George Kittle like holy shit the Niners yeah. the Niners are great Drew and there's Tranquil's a reason have, have to put great coverage down on on Kittle because no one else on the field can is probably big enough to to do it yeah and I don't know if he could even do um, it I mean I you're gonna have to trust your, I, yeah, your corners to come off off coverage and make tackles on screen and run plays which they're capable of. We've seen Sneed and McDuffie do that. And you need to be physical um, because yeah, the Niners, like I said, the gotta, Niners are fucking. You're gonna, they're gonna yeah. run down your mouth. Yeah, 
Like you're like if you can if you can make Debo and Ayuk feel that pain early and force them to lean on yeah. Kittle and CMC, I think that's kind of got to be your game plan. Like make them beat you with the slower players. Make them beat you with the guys that can make big plays, but but the guys that are going to have to take a little bit more time and a little bit more finesse to do so. Yeah. The last thing I want is for Debo and Ayuk to be finding open field down in the second Yeah, game. if Kyle Juszczyk is fucking catching a pass and going right. for a touchdown, I'll, I'll be like, I'll okay. I'll throw check downs to Ch- let me have check on third and 15 in the first quarter all day. Yeah. Because if they're having to if they're gonna have to, if they're having to dig deep enough in their breadbasket to get to Kyle Juszczyk for first downs on third and long in the first quarter, then we'll be, be pretty all right, I think, down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. Um, when that well run drives, runs dry eventually. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you. Speaking more like broad about the about the Super Bowl, just like what we're thinking, I really do think it's going to be close. I don't, I know that yeah. sounds dumb, but I think that the, the Chiefs and the Niners are so comparable the past little bit, just because like best in the NFC, like the, honestly the pride of the NFC yeah. and the pride of the AFC yeah. the past five seasons. And sure, yes, it is a Super Bowl Fifty Four rematch. We remember how that ended up happening. Yeah, yeah. A oh, a global can- global pandemic happened after there's, that. There's yeah, there's uh, frankly there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people on both teams that were there for the last Super Bowl too. Uh, not I wouldn't say a lot. A decent amount. It's the Niners have more for sure. The Chiefs only have Kelsey, Mahomes, Jones, and uh. James Winchester, the long snapper, Harrison Butker, yeah. and I think that's it. I think everyone is else is not? not there anymore. I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe Blake Blake Bell. Blake Bell would have been there. He would have been there. Um, but like freaking like third third I row guess, roster yeah, people. All of our secondary is dudes. That They're all new, the last, yeah. Like, and Legarius wasn't there Sneed, yet. Yeah, that was the year before Sneed came. Yeah, we drafted him. Justin Reed wasn't there. Uh, of course, Chikmari Connor, Brian Cook, no. Mike Edwards, no. Offensively, none of the receivers. I mean, Derek Naughty, but he's not going to play in the game. Yeah. And he was a. So if you include like Derek Naughty, there's probably um I, if Nick Allegretti gets a start. Yeah, Nick Allegretti was there. He was a rookie at that point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not it's not as many as you'd think for the Niners. You know, you have Warner and Uzcheck, and a Debo because Debo was a rookie. I guess McCole was there for the Roy- for Royals for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um. I mean, and then Juszczyk, Kittle, Debo, I mean, uh, Eric Armstead, Bosa. Bosa. Yeah, I mean, good players. Great, great players. technically Charverius Ward, but for a different team. Yeah, Charverius Ward was <laughs> a part of the matchup last yeah, time. He was yeah. not for the Niners. He was on the but winning team, though, last time. He was, yeah, he did win his first Super Bowl that time. Lose, though. Yeah, there's a time for something. I yeah I this I, is this is this is gonna be a close game though. I, it's it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a good game. And I think a lot of there's the unpopular opinion is that people think it's gonna be a high scoring game. So I could see it getting above thirty. I I the Chiefs high scoring for the Chiefs this year means something different. It's not fifty point yeah. games anymore. It's not forty point games anymore. Like people were talking about how high scoring the twenty six point game against Miami and the twenty seven yeah. point game against Buffalo were. You yeah. Know? Like. I could very easily see it being like 28 to 25. Do you think uh, – we haven't touched on this yet. We had Super Bowl uh, media night uh, last night, an opening opening night or whatever the hell it was called the other night, and Chiefs were booed all the time. Yeah. And the, they have a villain role. They're embracing, unquote, the, the villain role. Part of that, I got to think. Proximity to the Bay, yeah. Um, also – 
how many of those fans are Raider fans? Yeah, we brought this up to each you other know, the other like day too. Just attending because they live there and they might as well. And they're like, like, "Fuck those guys." Like, tickets probably aren't too crazy expensive just for the festivities, the pre like yeah. game festivities. Vegas wise, yeah. Yeah, like you could probably. I can't imagine it's any different than maybe like some sort of like ticket to the like NFL draft, draft or yeah. something. Yeah, like a hundred bucks to go and watch all the people talk and stuff like that. Yeah, but. Uh, Chiefs more of a villain in this this yeah, year's Super Bowl. Everybody, Brock Purdy, save us! Lamar Jackson, save us! Is what everybody's is yeah, what everybody the, has been saying. Kind of leaning into it. As yeah, players like, are moving into it. It it seems like it's a pretty healthy way to lean into it. Like it's not like dudes showing up with, with you know like the Joker on their cleats or anything like that. Like, I mean, Kadarius Tony. Uh, yeah, but that's his nickname. That's different. Did he show up with the Joker on his cleats? I mean, no, because um, he didn't play in the game. Yeah, because he's not gonna play. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think like Mahomes talked about it in an interview. He was like, you know, we kind of we've kind of all figured that this would end up happening, kind of like it did with the Patriots. Um, you know, you keep beating teams enough, and and they start to not like you, and that's just kind of yeah. part of how it goes. Um, I think the crazy but we're gonna do, and, and if we have to do the same thing, we'll do the same thing, but we're gonna have more fun doing it. Yeah, I think that uh, what's taking people off guard, especially me and some of the players have said this too, is that they are just like everybody used to love us what the hell and now everybody just hates us Here's the, i mean we and, knew this was gonna happen yeah like we've talked about this before on this podcast i think you know like like people had no beef with the pay like people loved the time you either die the hero first. you either die the hero or live, live long, long enough, enough to, to become yourself become the villain yeah but i mean this happened to tom brady you know like like everybody loved the whole seventh round pick he was supposed to be the backup you know like He's coming out here and winning Super Bowls. This is great. And then and he then, won his third, and everybody was like, okay, I'm kind of sick of this fuck now. Yeah. This guy sucks. Um, and then he proceeded to win four more after that. So oh, Yeah, right. That's great. The weirdest, the weirdest kind of reaction I've gotten from fans about it was people like, I just don't know why Travis is so into this. And I was like, what? Travis was doing this when he was young. Like, Travis just stopped doing this because, like, he didn't need to be that guy. Like, there was already somebody else that talked trash, that talked our trash. Yeah. But, like, Travis Kelsey openly shit-talked the, the mayor of Cincinnati after we beat their team last year. Yeah, everybody loved it. Everybody yeah, thought yeah. it was cool. Like, like, there's whole highlight clips, highlight reels of Travis Kelsey, like, chirping at the refs and throwing their flags back at them. And, like, like I know... I know a Steelers fan who is the biggest hater in the world of Travis Kelsey because he hated how much of a dick he was when he was young, a younger player. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think we should be surprised at all that on a team full of young players that aren't established enough to start come out here and start talking their trash, you know, or just aren't the kinds of players to do that. Like, Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie are not going to do that. Yeah. Rasheed Rice is not going to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, Isaiah Pacheco maybe, but that's a – Isaiah Pacheco is a – always been approved on the field kind of guy yeah um, like he's gonna talk his shit on the field like travis kelsey just recognizes that hey i am the shit talker again like it is my job with a quarterback who's gonna go out there and be civil and a bunch of young players that are gonna go out there and try to prove it on the field first to come out here and egg it on to build up the bulletin more material to get the fans riled up well and also create create the bulletin board material for yourself no, too. exactly. I yeah. mean, it's creating it's, moment, 
it's, momentum it's, and reason to do I it. See, yeah. I see a lot of conversations about the like how Mahomes is going to take anything he can and perceive it as a slight. And it's like if you watch the Last Dance documentary, that's the same thing MJ did. Yeah, MJ know? did the exact. And MJ same was a way bigger he, prick about yeah, it. He so, was also like, we could. Yeah, we MJ could would you would worse, look right? at his ass different, right. and you and he'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like I'm that's just a competitor mindset, you know. Like Mahomes is going to go out there and look at himself being third out of all the best players in the Super Bowl or something like that. And he's going to be like, what the hell? No, I'm the best. I am the best. I'm going to go win Super Bowl MVP for the third time to show you that. You know? Um, Hot take. Maybe shouldn't have been Super Bowl MVP either time, but we can talk about that. Last year, he totally deserved it, I think. Maybe. I think if the other team would have won, then he would. Nick Bolton's. that stupid fumble. touchdown didn't get called back, it probably would have been Nick Bolton. Yeah, probably. Even then, Nick Bolton was still. And I actually yeah, voted for Damian Williams to win the Super Bowl MVP the year that oh, he against won. the Niners. Damian yeah, Williams should have he won was so the good against yeah. the Niners. Yeah. yeah, including that touchdown to seal at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, he should have. Any, anyways, anyways, um, I I kind of like the team falling into the villain role here. I, it, it I mean, it's I enjoy it. I, I think it's I get a good laugh out of the TikTok edits uh, that grown men are putting out on the internet. Of, yeah players who don't even play for their favorite team i hate that people don't like us just because we're the chiefs now like i don't like that I but i also i also understand and i also know that you know at the end I, of the day it's just kind of like yeah. fuck you i don't care i don't really <laughs> i don't really care too much when it's just like stupid stuff you know the only time yeah. that, like this season that it's kind of annoyed me was the whole like justin tucker thing and people just like being so blinded by the fact that they were annoyed by the chiefs yeah if that people they were are willing to go like well this yeah. isn't justin tucker's fault this is Mahomes and it's like, well, no, Justin Tucker set up in the wrong place. Yeah, if if you people know? do, okay, we all know how we all know how to classify dumbass shit. Okay, right. we all know how to classify that, and that's what pisses me off when shit happens. Like when people are like, "Oh, the Chiefs aren't as good anymore. The Chiefs suck. Chiefs are terrible. Chiefs aren't winning out of winning out of anything," and that kind of shit, dumb as fuck, stupid, dumb, hypocrisy. So now, yeah, hate seeing all that dumb shit. So you have to you know have to know for yourself like what um you have to know for yourself god damn it uh mm-hmm. yeah anyway you have to know for yourself you have to know for yourself what uh what dumb shit is that people say and yeah. what you can actually <laughs> get away with it's I mean it's the same thing that I have talked about you know just ignoring when people say that Mahomes isn't like the best it's like I, we we know we know what these what this team is we know what this team can be and there's no reason to really pay that much attention to what some insurance salesman from Connecticut says about the Chiefs because he hates them you know like I, it's just not worth my time pick a better team dumbass right yeah yeah I don't like yeah I mean it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just kind of like no. I hate. I mean, I hated the Patriots, of course. I did, didn't like Tom Brady. Oh, we've slandered Tom Brady a lot yeah. on this podcast, but we also were willing to admit that he was good, D- yeah, and that he earned most of what he got, and know? pretty like, much this whole Super Bowl that I think we'll we go lost, through. Yeah. We'll go through like especially if they keep playing like winning like they are. Like we'll go through four or five years of people just yeah. peak, and then I think eventually they'll just be beat down into submission of like they're just good. <laughs> they're yeah, just man. good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I some people will not get it through their thick skull and I think that I think that might be when the Chiefs start like fluttering a little bit is when people start giving them the the respect they deserve because w- this team has always worked better when you've doubted them yeah, and I when they're know, underdogs I don't, I don't understand why, why everybody keep yeah. coming out and going like these guys are these guys are not good these guys suck I'm like 
What are you doing? Yeah, it's like you guys have in the play like in the playoffs. Yeah. You guys have lost to them four different times because you started talking shit and they came out just way more motivated than you. Like I don't know why you keep doing. Well, this and shit. the and the Chiefs have lost times like that before too. Like they have. So right. uh, it's not not saying that we're like innocent in that fact, but yeah, winning the games, winning those games are very important. So, and you also are not allowed to talk shit if you don't win those games. Right. Fucking, yeah. I can't stand people that talk shit and they're like, well, this team's better. And I'm like, okay, yeah, for when you beat the Chiefs the third straight year in the regular season, oh, congratulations. It was like when Jamar Chase... I like, don't give a fuck. The Bengals, or the Bengals, when the Bengals lost to the Chiefs and the Jamar Chase got asked, like, what makes their defense so good? And he was like, they don't got nobody. Like, they're all average. And I was like, well, those average motherfuckers just held you to like... 20 yards today so <laughs> so um, what you want to comment on that, that you, brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah um we're excited for the super bowl we have to watch it in two different places we can't watch it together because because yeah, we've watched every game except for the miami game yeah apart, so so we we can't we can't be t- together um you should totally let us know what you're what you're cooking for the super bowl because uh <laughs> We just go on our know. Instagram that we never post on. Go on our Instagram and comment what your favorite recipe and is. Them all PC. Thank you. Yeah. And if we will like the best one and make it for our own parties. Hey man, if I'd do stupid shit like that if we had people that would like oh, actually yeah, do stuff. Oh yeah, people actually would. Yeah. But like the five people that listen to this aren't gonna go. But you're not gonna make it to this part of the episode. If you're at this part of the episode, congratulations. Usually we say that at the end, but we're saying it. We're saying it midway through because this is also way twenty minutes is way more than that. But yeah, I think that we thank you so much if you're listening to this, and if you are, be sure to give us a little ring. Uh, Notice how no one will give us a little ring. Um, Um, But we need to talk about predictions. We, d- we do need to talk about predictions. And then we need to mention one thing, because we are going to have a Royals episode, but we need to we might as well talk, talk about, about that later. We'll talk about that later. We, can, like, say that it happened. we need to have, yeah, but we need to have Move predictions on. for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58. We're in Las Vegas. One thing that we didn't mention is that it is in Las Vegas, and the Chiefs have not lost at Allegiant Stadium before. This Christmas? No. Or did they beat them? You're right. They, they beat them. At Arrowhead, we lost them at home. We lost to them at Arrowhead, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. December, it was it was like end of November when we played them there, but there's, you're right. You've seen all the stories. There's allegedly a Chiefs Kingdom flag buried under Allegiant Stadium. It would rock if that magic keeps going, would. and would. um, it would be really fucking funny, everyone, if we won a Super Bowl in the Raiders Raiders Stadium before the Raiders won a Super Bowl in Vegas. Come on. Come on, y'all. That'd be funny. That'd be hilarious. Not to mention, we get on. To, we're using their their locker room with yeah. all of our stuff painted onto it. Remember when they say, like, hide your kids, hide your wife. Like, they're coming in, and they're just going to use your shit. That's what the fuck the Chiefs just did. Chiefs just did that. Yeah. yeah. And if they could win a Super Bowl, that'd be kind of fire. <laughs> that'd be, <laughs> that'd be that'd crazy. That'd be kind of fire. Yeah. Um, mm, man. Anyway, uh, let's do some predictions. Uh, we can look at the ones from last week, I guess, if you'd really, really love to. I don't even remember who. I, Bide was wrong. Bide was something about, like, sacking Josh Allen five times, and we didn't get to him once that game. But. <laughs> You're right. Um, our bold predictions was, yeah, you that we would, so- we would sack Josh Allen four times. <laughs> we didn't do that at all. I said that MVS would, cut, would catch a touchdown, and then Stefan Diggs was under 50. So I was right on that. Under 50 yards for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I was correct on that. Yeah, right. But uh, MVS touchdown was not correct. 
He did big MVS two cut two catches in that game in for the Ravens. Game. MV- yes, but two big catches for MVS in the Bills game. I don't know if they were big. He had two catches. They were important catches. They were like third downs. Mm. So I'll give him that. Okay, that's fair. Um, do you have a bull prediction? Or you want me to go Kinda, first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jackson has his first first bull prediction for Super Bowl Fifty Eight in Las Vegas. So I mentioned I mentioned a lot about the corners um, being able to get off their assignments. Oh, you bitch. And uh, be able to get to guys behind the line. Uh huh. Um, and I was looking back at the the first three postseason games that we had, mm-hmm. and I think we topped out at um, five tackles for losses. Okay. Um, I think the secondary is gonna have a big game here. Mm-hmm. I think at least if we win, I think the secondary okay. is gonna have a big game here. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and say secondary. Gets two picks. Two picks for secondary. Two picks for the secondary. And I think they're going to – I think as a team, I think it's going to be led by the secondary, but as a team, we're going to have six or more tackles for loss in the game. Wow. Wow. I think they're going to really rely on Debo and CMC um, on screen plays and stuff. Keep in mind Kyle Shanahan uh, – Shanahan offense. Yeah, Shanahan offense is Mike very Shanahan, similar to yeah. an Andy Reid offense in that they like to throw some screens. They like to run some jet sweeps. Um, mm-hmm. And if they, God forbid, they catch us, they we catch them doing that on a blitz play, I don't see them getting much past the, the first wave. Um, yeah. So I'm going to – I think that I think that this game relies on forcing Brock Purdy to make some mistakes, um, which he can and will do. Yeah. Um, and getting to them before they can really make any progress downfield. Okay. Two INTs for the secondary and six or more tackles for loss. Okay, so um, my, mine is going to work kind of like a bet a bet slip. Doing a parlay? I'm just going to parlay it. I'm going to say that Trent McDuffie has a pick. Trent McDuffie has a pick. There's been a lot of speculation that people say that he's going to have a pick six. I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to say that he has a pick. Uh, so Trent McDuffie is going to have an INT. And Jarek McKinnon is going to score a touchdown, by the way. Everyone, if you're looking for free money, if you're looking for free money that exists, Jarek McKinnon storing a touchdown is literally going to be free money. I would just like to say, if you would like free money, go check it out. And... You said Jarek? Jarek McKinnon, yeah. He's back. He's, he's activated from IR. But he didn't practice at all. I don't give a shit. He's still scoring a touchdown. Okay. That man slid down at the one yard line last year. They're gonna fucking give him an he opportunity. He, he deserves. Yeah, it. he deserves it. Yeah, he deserves a touchdown. Watch him. Watch him have to slide down again. Oh, like he's oh. like wide open field and he's got to slide down. That's and he'll do chance. it. And he'd do it. Oh, he'll do it. And he'd do it. Anything for the ring. But Jarek McKinnon will score a touchdown. Uh, Trent McDuffie will have an INT, and I'll uh, I'll do a parlay. I'll do one more. I'm trying to think. I I really wanna. Here's the thing. I can't say this because then it's not going to happen at all. And then I'm going to be disappointed and the Chiefs are going to lose. So should I say it or should I just fucking not? I mean... Okay, I'll say it. It's your bold pick, man. Okay, this has been my favorite... This has been my favorite thing the past couple weeks. And I've been talking to Jackson about this. I've been on the Travis Kelsey for Super Bowl MVP. Like, I think it's just going to work out for him, dude. I seriously think that it is going to work out for him. I think Trav's going to have three touchdowns in this game. Three? I think Trav's going to have three touchdowns three? in this game. And if he has – if he, 
Remember, that means Pat's got to throw for three, too. Uh, okay. I think the thing that makes the Chiefs literally the most, the most dangerous is that Andy Reid knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And also, you have a fresh Travis Kelsey who caught touchdowns, caught two in the Buffalo, and he caught one, and he caught one in, uh, with the Ravens. Dude. Yeah. Or one against the Ravens. He went 10, he went 10 targets, 10 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown against the Ravens. I'm telling you, Andy Reid is going to use his best players. He always does, especially Travis Kelsey, because what's going to happen is the first first drive, they might not use him as much, but well, they are going to literally scheme – or not the first drive, but like the first drive, they're going to use him a fuck ton, and he is going yeah. to abuse them like against the Eagles last year, and then they're going to put more more uh, attention to him, and then Mahomes is going to tear him apart even more. My, my question is, who do they have on that defense to cover him? Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner. Decent. Decent guys. Warner's, Both very good. Warner's getting old, though. He's not, like, old, old, but, like... He's like, 28. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Is he really? Yes. Who am I thinking of? 2019 draft. Who am I thinking of? What Warner am I thinking of that's older? Is there another Warner? Kurt? No. <laughs> um, No. He does look mm. pretty old. He's He looks pretty old, but he... Can they keep up with him? Are they that fast? Um... I mean, yeah. Dre Greenlaw in here. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Travis Kelsey proceeds to be wide open sometimes, and you're like, how the fuck did that happen? So yeah, I can't really say that. Around. But but seriously, I think that if he wins Super Bowl MVP, if he has anywhere near the games that he's had this postseason, they're going to give it to him. and Because everybody's, yeah. everybody's going to fucking yeah. love it he's and got, eat that shit up. Multiple touchdowns. It, it also kind of depends on when those touchdowns get scored and how they get scored. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like he, if it's garbage time, yeah, if fuck he no. makes If but, he makes like a – fantastic catch to seal the win i don't and it's just like a second touchdown i don't see how they don't give yeah to, you know yeah yeah and who knows now if he makes like three wide open touchdown catches then they'll probably just give it to Mahomes again but like if travis kelsey works for those touchdowns then no i think it would they'll give it to because i i don't know i don't know i don't know i can't say anything about it <laughs> but uh yeah watch Trav just absolutely turn into a fucking shell since i said that but that's okay um rice game incoming rashi rice Rashi's really good too I also be we upset. have to mention real quick before we move on okay uh omen use out felix and you dk Uzama, i do would agree this up yeah uh is going to be getting extra snaps in his place i would assume mike dana gets the start but yeah, fau probably. will probably get some third down Rotations. packages yeah he's played against brock birdie Mm-hmm. Multiple times in college, yep. um, I I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Brock Purdy hasn't changed as a quarterback since since FAU last saw him. Yeah. You know he's got a he's got a year of pro ball underneath his his belt, two years technically at this point, um, to kind of become change and become a better quarterback. Uh, but yeah. maybe he has some of the same tendencies, and maybe Felix can maybe take advantage of one of those and get his yeah. first in a full NFL sack. It depends on who they're gonna put over there, because Trent Williams is gonna be over there. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think they might cr- switch coverages though and have like mm-hmm. the running back block Felix if Trent needs to be on the interior. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. We'll see. Um, Felix is a big thing. I think Joe Tooney. Uh, they announced today that he's he is a game time decision. Basically, like he's gonna go through the motions and see what happens. But 
I think that the Chiefs are preparing for him not to be I'm there, and then if he is, until we, then until we for sure. And Allegretti, awesome. It was a he played. He played really well so, against the Ravens. Yeah. Nothing to that's literally decent, scoff that's at a at solid all. pass rush. Very good, so. very good pass rush. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple moments where he looked like a little possibly better as a whole than the 49ers. Possibly, like the 49ers you could make have, a case. have probably like a couple better peaks. Yeah, but as a whole, including like the linebackers when they rush, when they blitz. Yeah, I think that the the interior of the defensive line is probably better with Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, um, which is where Allegretti and Tooney are playing. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll we'll see there. We'll it, see. If uh, yeah, Felix being on uh, Trent Williams is a bad mismatch. So yeah, I wonder if they'll put George over there, even though George does. I, Chris Jones will rotate over I there think, too. I think it's really it's not a matter of beating Williams. I think it's just simply a matter of keeping the Williams' attention off of any extra pass rushers. Yeah. Um. I only really I didn't expect to talk about this too much. I just wanted to call it out. I think if, if Felix can at least challenge him enough to keep his eyes off of a, like Justin Reed oh. coming off on a blitz package, mm-hmm. package yeah, and I think his, that, that he, then he's doing his job. Felix might run into the Sky Moore thing where like he doesn't do anything all year and, and then, then he just shows up. He well, shows up. It's worth noting. It's worth noting that he he's not a overpower you kind of rusher. Yeah. So he's he might he might open up gaps on his own just. He could slip between somebody. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not even talking about him getting to the quarterback. I'm talking about like, like he might open up gaps because he's gonna push Trent Williams to the edge of that pocket. Like, Possible. like he's like he's fast enough and athletic enough that even without a lot of as long as he doesn't get shoved to the ground by Williams, like he's he can force Williams to shuffle over and that what is that the C gap or the. I I don't know that I don't know the gaps very well. Yeah. Um. But that gap between Williams and that other um, the left tackle left, left tackle could yeah. po- very possibly just go right part up. like nobody's business. Yeah, because Willie Williams, Gay, Williams, and then Willie Williams Gay can is, go right is in. A great offensive lineman, but he's also a very stereotypical offensive lineman. He's a big dude, and he can move. But probably if you not get enough. by, if you get by him, yeah, good luck. Yeah. It's tough to get by him. Frank Clark did a really good job of yeah. getting by him. So uh, yeah, who knows? it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting matchup. I wanted to mention it because he's a he's a K State guy. Well, and um, also it's it's a huge like it's a big highlight matchup. Yeah. I mean, Omenahue is the one who who forced a turnover last week. To all the fans that are mad that we drafted him in the first round, shut the hell up if he gets a sack on. Drew no, Williams. they won't. They'll be like, There's, why wasn't they fucking using him all year then? Yeah. yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Where was that all year? He's useless. He can only, it's like, oh, I'd rather him do it in the biggest game that matters than. Oh, it's almost game. like there's like three or four people on the defensive line that are having like maybe the best year <laughs> the best of their year career. Dana, Omenihue, Karloftis. Like there's three edge rushers ahead of him. And then Chris are, Jones, I don't know, the second best defensive tackle the, the league has right, seen. Yeah. And he would be the first if literally. Th- Sorry, he would be the best defensive tackle if literally just like freak of nature just was wasn't born during the time he yeah, was. Yeah, like seriously. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you're gonna have to phrase quarterbacks. I mean, people are gonna be like, uh, Mahomes didn't exist. Yeah, they're gonna be like, well, if Mahomes didn't exist, Josh Allen. Have to do it with Tom Brady. Josh Allen. Like Tom Brady. If Tom Brady didn't exist, you'd you'd be talking about Drew Brees and Peyton Manning like they were yeah, gods, dude. Yeah, and Ben and Big Ben. Yeah, keep in mind, you know, it Big took ben Brady a whole extra dick. season to beat Drew Brees' touchdown record. So, yeah, Brees was rock. Brees rocked. Dude was on a shout out, Colden. Yeah, Brees was on another level. Got to put him. his ass on the show at some point. I loved Brees growing up. We might get him on the show next week. We'll I was I was big for the Saints when they beat the Colts. Was that 09? Yeah, it was 09. I wanted the Colts to win because I like Peyton Manning, but yeah. <laughs> 
I ripped the Sports Illustrated that said Who Dad on it. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think it still exists. You I think I still mad. have it. Yeah, I still got it. Uh, no, I, I just ripped it part of the way. I also like crumbled one of the one of the football cards up because I was just really upset about it. <laughs> about a Super I was like nine years old. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was upset. It's okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> We can't rush around the NFL because it's the only game this week. Yeah, there's no other NFL. That's the per- that's the peak of being uh, the perk of being one of the best teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And also, I would just like to say, since we did make it to this game, this is the last thing I'll say about the Chiefs. Um, I would like to applaud the Chiefs. Not, f- I'm saying, of course, like jobs not finished, blah blah blah. But they did get through the AFC, and this was the year, man. Like, and I said this, I'm pretty sure I said this on the show when people were starting to get hurt and I'm pretty sure, or not, not when people were starting to get hurt, but I'm pretty sure I said this on the show at the beginning of the year or a hypothetical situation or whatever, because, or I've talked about it with you, which is that this was the year to come get the chiefs. We, yeah. We've this seen, was the year we've it, seen. I mean, even last year, last year we saw a kind of a hodgepodge Frankenstein receiver core with a defense that was super no Tyree kill wasn't supposed to, to itself out wasn't still. supposed to work yeah this year the defense figured itself out but the and la- wide receiver core got even worse but yeah but that's the point is that last year it's like oh shit the Chiefs can win without Tyree kill okay that's fine but they, um, but they had a wide receiver one you know mm-hmm, I don't I don't know about that I what I mean uh, what I mean is just like is you look around and, and you see Josh Allen who is a great competitor and a great quarterback sometimes makes too many mistakes but right, like right. he can be a superman type quarterback yeah. you have lamar jackson you have justin herbert joe burrow you see joe burrow and justin herbert go down that's two dogs out of the fight already like you have the you had the afc north this this year where everybody was fucking good the steelers finished with a above above average record which we should bl- like tomlin we should want that to happen of course but they didn't have an offense they literally had no No offense offense. yeah and they were competitive yeah and dude i'm telling you and miami was really good tua was was great i mean this is the second year we've seen tua kind of go away near the end of the season so we saw but we saw tyree kill on pace for a lot of the season before the injury anyways to hit 2,000 yards yeah exactly so Tyreek being a factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see CJ Stroud. Yeah. <laughs> God, that you had somebody else. And also, I'm you so can make the case. You could fucking make the case that Anthony Richardson could be as good as CJ Stroud or could do the things that CJ Stroud is doing because you remember when Anthony Richardson was playing? He was rushing for touchdowns. He was throwing the ball. He's playing really well for a team that nobody expected different, different Indianapolis style. to win. Different style. I know it's different but style. He could be. He could be a but, the same, yeah. He but could still, be the same kind of Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, they didn't, they didn't go out and they take it. Yeah, they like, this was the year for the AFC to come out and fucking get. And they still lost. Come it. out and get it, and, and they didn't. It. They didn't. They let the Chiefs have it. And now, and now you got the Chiefs with maybe like <sighs> two vital guys to try to recover this offseason. Yeah. One might slip. They might find a way to keep both, and they're gonna go out and get a fucking wide receiver but one in the free agent market, year, draft two more. And but there's not going to be any holes anymore. 100%. I mean, it's I don't I don't think like not going to be holes anymore, but I think from other teams perspective, that's probably yeah, that's probably what they'll think, but they also have somebody on a quarterback deal where they have this new money coming in, the Chargers. They're going to have to fucking probably cut Keenan Allen and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And Derwin James maybe, like 
I mean, they're going to have to make some serious decisions. So are the Bills. The Bills have a six-year fucking contract to, John, to Von Miller, and Von Miller's coming in on third down packages. Yeah. Yep. They, they I mean, like, the, last, the last two or three years, they've all sold out to try to, I mean, the, the Bengals are yeah. about to lose. I mean, the next... T. Higgins, man. T. Higgins, then they've got, after that, and they've Jamar, got Joe Mixon that they have to try to maintain. And they're not going to maintain him. And Jamar Chase has come out and fucking said that he's going to... I want to be paid. He's like, I'm going to get paid. And they got to pay... They already paid Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah, and I mean, we don't talk about... This might be controversial. We don't talk about Joe Burrow, but he might have an injury history. Who knows? Who knows? I we mean, do need to talk, I mean, we do got to talk about the fact that the Jaguars aren't in a place where they can't fucking rebuild. Like, they've got money. Well, um, they got a shit ton of money. Uh, the Texans People got a shit ton of money and a super young team. Yeah. A lot so of guys did the Jags, deals. man. I mean, right. Doug so, I mean, Peterson's a good there's, coach. There's other teams yeah. that can pop up. Like, even Miami is still in their window as long as people can stay healthy and they can figure and out. And the, the New York Jets. You know? Like, you even think Aaron Rodgers got hurt at the, end of this, at the beginning yeah. of the season. I mean, Aaron, like, I'm, not, I'm not willing to go the whole uh, – maybe it's biased because I hate that dude, but I'm not willing to really go the full – like Aaron Rodgers would have made them a Super Bowl contender because I, yes, but he would have also he would have made him a dog in the race at the end of the year. Them, he would have made them better than Zach Wilson could have. But that being he said, he would have made him a dog Aaron in the Rogers race. Aaron Rodgers sucked dick and balls with Tampa Bay with um, Green Bay. His last season, uh, and the season before this, which was the season before this, I don't want to say dick and balls. It was definitely not as good as we are used to seeing Aaron Rodgers, especially back off of back to back MVPs. It wasn't it wasn't great, and I don't know if I'm willing. He's aging. He's 39. Yeah, I'm, I'm by no means here. That they would have been that team this year, and I don't know if he makes them that team next year. Yeah, I don't but. think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna like be the G- Jesus savior to all men, right. but I think that he is. He has earned the spot at the table to be respected, oh, yeah. and yeah, like he he's would a Hall be. Of Fame quarterback, yeah, he's but. gonna go to the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, he's gonna be in the mix. It's right. one. It's just one of those things. It's like to be like Far when Far was on the the Vikings for two years. Like he was like decent. He like maybe got them to like one yeah. playoff. I think. But, I mean, it proves keeps proving the point of, like, this was the year to go get the Chiefs, dude. Right. This was the year to go take the AFC, and nobody nobody yep. did it yep. except the Chiefs. No, they won it. They're in the Super Bowl. No, they're in the we'll Super see. Bowl. We'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll come back to you next week playing DJ Khaled. And Breaking news. Sky Moore is off the IR. Holy shit. Oh, my God. They're going to play him? Oh, my God. No, they're not. Oh, God. Um, we can mention the Bobby stuff real quick, then hit the drop the ball so we don't get to an hour and a so half. So we don't cr- yeah, yeah, we're we're under an hour. We're good. Uh, but yes, we do want to mention. Uh, go over to the K for the coffin corner. By the way, we had the coffin corner first. It, we had it with K. Both Ks. Petro lies lies and cheats. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, no disrespect to those people, no, but full disrespect. I hate them. But, and I understand KC. They definitely probably capitalized on it way more than we could have. And I'm pretty sure when we did introduce it. Oliver or you said it does say KC. We I could like just do that. Though. But I said what I said. Don't okay. make it weird. So <laughs> yeah, we got the coffin corner both with the K. Uh, double K is better. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> we have we have literal audio re- like evidence proof. saying we have proof. And unless they've copyright, we can still go and and score that copyright. Yeah, we got it. We yeah, had dude. It first. We had it first. Anyway, um, maybe the best day. And Royals, uh, I wrote this in an article, w- was the best day in Royals baseball since the Royals won the World Series, probably? Probably. 2015? Yeah. yeah probably since, yeah. The Royals and Bobby Wood Jr. agreed to an 11-year contract extension worth $288.7 million. Yep, and the club option to increase that total by just under $100 million uh, for three more years. Yeah, so he has, after the 11 years, if... 
um, yeah, after the 11 years, he has a three-year club option, like Jackson said, that would make the deal worth 14 years, $377 million. Mm-hmm. That's the max total. Yep. He does have opt-outs starting after seven, after the seventh year, after the eighth year, after the seventh, eighth, ninth, yeah. and tenth so years. 30, 31, 32, and 33 age seasons for him. Uh, no, 2030, 2029, 2020. All right, would that also be his 30, his 30 age season? Well, so he would turn 30, 30 in the 2030 season, which I think is the first. Tw- after the 2029 season is the first year that he it's can the leave. the seventh year of the contract? Yeah. 2024, 2025, 2026. 2029. Yeah, so 20... 2030. 2030. Because the 2024 season is coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's 2024. Oops. Um, scary. Yeah. I hate that. How'd I screw that up? Anyway, but yeah, it's crazy. It is a crazy contract. I, for one, did not think that the Royals would ever fucking do this. No. Uh, I didn't think that it was going to be this. I thought that the Royals were going to sign him to an extension, and it was going to be seven years, yeah, kind of cut out a like, couple years yeah. of arbit- a free agency, pay him extra for but that. The chance to have him for his entire prime if he and the club agrees. Yeah. And also, by the way, if he, if he lives the contract out as far as it goes. Yeah, all 14 years. All 14 years of it. Dude. He's going to be fucking 34 when he's done with 34. It. He'll already probably be in the top five in games played in Royals franchise history. He'll probably be somewhere near the top for stolen oh, base no, he'll leaders. Be 36, in the I guess, because if it's after the 11 and 14, 14 years, he's 23 right yeah, now, 37. So he'll, be, he'll be done. He'll be basically almost. be done, yeah. He'll get, he'll, he'll get like one more two or three year deal that we'll give him just because we feel like we owe it to him. Like, yeah, that Alex Gordon. Unless he's, unless he's doing like, I don't know, like big poppy shit where he's, He's like, so good. Yeah, yeah, he's like winning. He's like top five MVP God, votes at 42 years rock, old. Dude. Um, that would be amazing. That would be a Hall of Famer. Third base at some point. Uh, I hate to um, be this person because I don't know if it's a fair thing to bring up right now. Um, do you think Bobby Wood Jr. has the potential to be a Hall of Famer after he signed this 11-year contract really extension? Say, you think so? Yeah. Um, I think. I think if he does what. If he has a full career, like if yeah. he, let's say he lives out this contract, he's played two years now. Um, he's played two years so far, right? Yeah. Yes. Two full seasons. Um, if he lives out all fourteen, it'd be eight groups of two. His career WAR is five point three. Had that a really really bad twenty twenty two. Had had four point yeah. four WAR in uh in yeah, twenty three. A lot of that came from last season. So you might want to you could potentially if he, if jog he him in for like three to season. yeah three if to four WAR four a year. WAR a season. He'll probably be just underneath. I think he's got to step up his production just a little bit. Um, like we need and, and WAR is is just kind of a baseline that we use. Yeah, that's not really a fair assumption. Like he could. He could break like he could somehow break Ricky Henderson's stolen base record, and I think that would get him in if he's anywhere close to that WAR kind of baseline number. Yeah, I that feel won't that. ever happen, of course. But like barring him doing something really cool, right? Um, he'll need to step up production. He'll need to be like a true like all star caliber. 
you know, win one or two MVPs, I think, um, or at least be in the voting consistently Yeah, to get there. Um, but like we've talked about before, uh, like genuinely, I think that it's realistic that, that Bobby Witt Jr. has, you know, a 40 home run season, 60, 70 stolen base season in them. Um, like a 40, 60, 40, 70 season um, immediately would put him in the MVP race. Yeah. Uh, especially because he can play great defense. Like his defense jumped so much. His defensive value, that is, jumped so much between his first two years. Um, I just think you have to realize that a lot of the dudes that we talk about that are still playing that have that are like on him, like Hall of Fame track, the dudes that have played long enough for us to at least talk about it, are consistently or have consistently for a couple years put up like eight war as a position player. You know, yeah. Um, and I think we've got to see that kind of season from him before we can fully really say that he has the opportunity to be on that track. Yeah. Um, that being said, he has that capability. He's he that has the kind capability. Of yeah, um, he has the capability. I think he 100% has the capability. Maybe he comes out this year. Maybe he proves that contract right this season. Maybe he oh, comes we'll out see. and puts up 45 bombs and bats 300. Wins Become a superstar. Yeah, maybe Become he does. a fucking superstar. You know, maybe Who he's Fernando Tatis that can play defense. Dude, but we'll see. I, I, yeah, I mean, we really want to have a like a big Royals episode to talk we, we about everything talk about that happened, and so, so we can so we can talk about that. So I don't want to like go crazy on it, but it, we do have to talk about the Royals signing Bobby Wood Jr. Yeah, that's like that is we have to mention that. it's Ball it's fresh. the biggest, the biggest moment in franchise history. I think. I think I would say drafting George wh- Brett is probably the, the biggest so far. Or winning I mean, the yes. series, but it could be it could turn into be that. It could be one of the biggest things in franchise history for sure. I mean, it's the largest contract the the damn team has given out by two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Literally yeah. Salvador Perez is the highest and it's eighty four million dollars. Two hundred eighty eight is what they gave is what they gave Bobby Wood Jr. Uh one thing that you also have to see is that Bobby Wood Jr. accepted a deal with the small market team that has not done any winning the past five seasons, past decade, really, uh, or eight years, really. So if you think about that, that's huge to think about. With, or it's huge to yeah. it's huge to know that a player of his caliber will just be like, he oh, the small that's town okay. Team, the quote-unquote small-town team that took a chance on him, that drafted him. Um, I actually tweeted about this, and it was something that I think was interest- would be interesting to follow. Um, part of his agent group is his dad. Yeah, I did um, see that. And I thought it would be, I, th- I thought it would be really interesting to see how a former player, um, came in and valued like team loyalty and, um, you know, the possibility of leading the team, being the face of the franchise, um, alongside, uh, the money and the years that he gets. Um, and I, I think this kind of gives us our answer a bit, you know, like, yeah. We didn't, all things considered, we didn't really have to overpay for Bobby Wood Jr. Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But it's also a vaguely team-friendly contract considering he has the chance to leave it if he wants after his age 30 season, which would take us off the hook for his money. Um, and, uh, like, he's get, he's on pace to get paid, like, 30 mil a year for mm-hmm. a majority of the contract. And... Maybe I'm maybe I'm just amped up. Maybe I'm super positive, and I don't do that very often. But I find it very hard to believe that, especially with how the market is trending, with how much you're gonna have to pay baseball players now, um, that Bobby Witt Jr. is not gonna be worth thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. And if there are any years that he's maybe not worth thirty million dollars a year, 
I think he'll probably make up for it in another season. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I um, think that I think that Bobby Wood Jr. is one hundred percent the best person that you could have picked to give this contract to. And I know that sounds like I'm like loving on the organization and they can do no wrong, but like seriously, if you're going to put your, all your money into one corner, he is a great corner to put that at. And also one thing that JJ Piccolo said in the press conference, and I do fucking agree with this. People are going to want to come play with Bobby Wood Jr. Dude. Oh yeah. I seriously think so. He seems like a great teammate. He's great to the fans. He's super humble. He seems to hustle his ass off. Yeah, and another thing, Bobby Witt has had to see the success that Pat and the Chiefs have had and been like Pat, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs yeah, have had and been like been like, "Hey, like it's possible to do this. It's possible to be the best player in a league and, and be in Kansas City if you do it." Yeah. The city will show the fuck out if you do it. Yeah. They will. We'll, we'll be playing in front of 25k a night if if we show that we can be that team. Yeah, exactly. And I think that whew, Yeah, that would rock. That would rock, and I think that that's very, that's very attractive. I think that that's a, another big reason why Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo thought thought about going to Sporting KC too. Well, that and all I the mean, ad money that he would have gotten. Oh well, duh. He duh. had a bunch of packages. Well, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. I don't doubt that. But I mean, just being the star in a small market, like, and being able to go to restaurants and not have the paparazzi like fucking destroying you, or being right. able to do things and it be moderately like not monitored uh you know what i mean so i mean that's a that's a i feel like that's an appealed thing that's a appeal thing and he's from texas so it's a pretty short uh pretty short flight to get back to kansas get back to his home so yeah um let's move on to america's favorite segment drop the ball we can finish it up yes the best segment in here um i'm gonna let you go first and then i'll uh and then i'll uh wrap it up but yes oh to just put a finale on that Good God, we're so happy Bobby Wood Jr. is here. I love him. I'm in love with him, um, yeah. I love him and I love our team. You know who else loves their team, Matthew? Who? Oakland A's fans. Thank um, God. They don't love their owner. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about the Oakland A's moving before as we dropped the ball. Um, but a new development has occurred. Uh, the mayor of Las Vegas, where they intend to move, uh, kind of came out and said, they shouldn't move here. They shouldn't move here. <laughs> Yeah, I think the quote was they should really look in Oakland for they something, another for, plan. Yeah, and I'm and and it came out apparently that the mayor doesn't think their plan makes any sense. Um, it's not. It's it's very nonsensical. It 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 doesn't seem like it. It really can pan out in an easy in any easy form. If I have to guess, the mayor sees a very similar situation to what happened to the A's in Oakland happening again in Vegas. Yeah, and I don't know if. And also how the ownership treated the municipality of Oakland. And I don't know if they really trust that Oakland is going to come in and um, be that kind of member of the community that they want. Because uh, here's the deal. Uh, Vegas doesn't need any help from you economically as a team. They don't. Like, they're in the middle of a desert and they still manage to have probably one of the better economies in the country because of the gambling and the, you know, all the other stuff, yeah. right? Um under uh 24 hour marriages too exactly that. yeah you need to get married quick elvis can do it like that yeah. right um so i think i think the a's probably tried to play hardball with with las vegas and las vegas was like no <laughs> uh 
we can already control got your football you. team. We already got your football team, and they're worth way more than your underperforming baseball team. So we're good, actually. Um, and I just think it's absolutely Honestly, hilarious. I, I think it's absolutely hilarious. And mm-hmm. frankly, it might be bad enough that I could see them having to sell. I could see Fisher having to sell that team because he clearly doesn't have a, a, a he clearly doesn't have a vision for that team. Um, he doesn't seem to know how to run that team, and if they have to move back to Oakland uh, because of lack of better options, those fans might still boycott. Like, and that man is gonna lose money. Yeah. Well, that was my thing. Is I was like, hey. I think that Vegas probably sees that all of Oakland's like fuck you guys, and they're like we don't want that. Well, because they're yeah, because that all, that also means they're not going to get any of those fans carrying over. Yeah, like the Raiders have a diehard enough fan base, and didn't like I don't think they really like created that much of a fracture when they moved. Yeah, that um, the fans weren't still going to watch from their TVs in Oakland, you know, or travel to Vegas for a game every now and then. Like Oakland A's fans. And because they've done nothing to the team, they don't right. care about the team. I think that right. Vegas also sees that. I mean, they say that the like the they see that the owners don't while care. They were still in Oakland, yeah, they don't like care. The, the A's have st- have not tried to compete for like seven straight seasons now. Like actively and vocally said, we are not competing without ever trying to build up the farm system. Or mm-hmm. I wouldn't say five straight. Bob Melvin and that and that crew was good. The last time they were competitive was in the 2014 Wild Card. No, when they had Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, they were competitive too. They were in the playoffs. When, okay, fine. When, what year was that? That was like 2020, 2019. They did not have Matt Chapman and Matt Olson in 2019. Yes, yes, they did. I will. Regardless, uh, regardless, whatever. We can fucking look it up later. We're getting away from. But the I drop do the agree ball. with you. We're yes. Getting away from the drop the ball. Um, that the the A's, the A's have basically taken the concept of Moneyball, and bastardized it to benefit themselves and get more money by not paying anybody. You know. Like, it's clearly not about that original concept anymore, and it's just purely about not putting, putting money on the field. Um, and it's backfiring on them. And fuck Fisher, fuck the front office. Um, I am hoping and praying. I'm hoping and praying that the A's genuinely have to stay in Oakland and they have to fish out money of their own pockets to build a new stadium that's better mm-hmm. because the fans aren't certainly going to vote on anything that gives them tax money. Um, and eventually I think Fisher will have to sell. And I just, it is so funny. It is in an era where teams are relocating for financial gain without ever really giving too much thought or um, care to the fans yeah. that have made them what they are. Uh, I think it is really, really nice and funny to see uh, a team just wholeheartedly fail at it. Yeah. Just without any, like, piss off every single possible side that they could piss off to do it. That's my drop the ball. Fuck the A's, they're terrible. When, when you are such a bad team and your plan to move is so bad that the governor of the city you want to move to doesn't view you as an economic benefit and your ball club is worth over a billion dollars, that's crazy to me. <laughs> like, how do you mess up that bad that a billion dollar ball club is not an economic benefit to a team, <laughs> to a city? Yeah. Um, my drop the ball is is going to be a couple things. One of them is people saying I'll still take Josh Allen after that damn Bills game. Like we didn't have a show, so I couldn't so we couldn't talk about it. But my God, that was ridiculous. Uh, but realistically, this is my drop the ball. Um, everybody knows it's, it's Black History Month, right? It's Black History Month. It's February. We're in the Super Bowl. 
We love it. We love Black History Month. Yep. Uh, the more you say it like that, the more people are going to think you're covering up for something else. So shut up. <laughs> so, I would like to say there's a video on Twitter circling around of Joe Kelly, the pitcher for the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, recently changed his number from 17 to 99. He's crip walking uh, on February 1st Hell in yeah, a dude. school gymnasium in front of everybody. Everybody loves it. He's killing it. Happy ha- Happy Black History Month, everyone. He's just celebrating the month. He's just celebrating? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's... I think it would have dropped the ball if he was bad at it. Really? Yeah. Like, it would have dropped the ball if he was bad it. at it? I think if he went out there and tried to do it on February 1st, I think a bigger drop the ball is the whole Travis Kelty inventing the taper vade thing. Oh, fuck yeah. And I have starting, seen that. And that starting... In his interview, he literally like someone asked him about it. And he was like, "I went I to Travis Kelsey." I, he was yeah, like, "I didn't thing. invent that, and you guys did me dirty by starting that on February first. Led <laughs> me to the wolves." <laughs> Fucking well, because I saw yeah, there was the whole like inside edition thing of like everybody wants the Travis Kelsey haircut. Yeah, and, and it's like he was like, "I fucking fade, dog." <laughs> that's, that was not me. Yeah, I just told him what I wanted. That was already a thing, and I did, it was not me that invented it. <laughs> God, uh, I love Americans. They're great. Yeah, why people Fucking, be crazy for yeah, real, dude? White people are some of the craziest individuals you'll ever come across. I'm going to get the Travis Kelsey. You can get the Travis Kelsey. After I win the Super Bowl. I'm going to get his face tatted on my ass. Oh, I'm going to get the I'm going to get the Taylor Swift, which is <laughs> I could get the Taylor Swift, you can get the Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> You're the Travis Kelsey to my Taylor Swift, man. Thanks. <laughs> Can't wait till I propose it to her after they win. Anyway, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> What are the what's the uh we'll we'll end the show on this. What do you think the betting odds are on like whether he'll propose? Her? I'd say like probably plus like plus like plus eight hundred or something. Oh, seven thousand? Yeah. Damn. That's pretty I that's pretty fair, I feel like. Yeah. Like that's the same odds as like some of the dudes, some like some of the like dark horses to win like MVP at the beginning of the season, you know? Who know man? Who knows, man? I don't know. Uh they've been together for like Four months, three months. They well, so. apparently they were talking for a couple months before the Bears game. Apparently, that's what they said to were each other. Were they? I thought it was because they got together. I don't remember. I'm not, I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't care that much. I think it was like July. All or I know is she's August. got a new album coming out, and if she doesn't mention anything about a red zone, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, all this music I think is. I don't care. Older than I want. I want some that, sort of mention of a red zone or a touchdown, or else I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay. You heard that Taylor Swift. You fucking better do it. Or she's canceled. She's you're canceled if you don't say red zone or touchdown. Also, apparently she I learned this from a friend that's a Swifty. Little Taylor Swift segment at the end of the pod. Um, she's cheating on two boyfriends. And all I'm saying is I keep seeing Travis Kelsey, have you heard her this? And Travis Kelsey, have you heard her that? Taylor Swift. If you heard if Travis you Kelsey hurt him, we're gonna have problems. Oh, okay. oh, Kansas City's gonna she fucking cheats on hate Travis her. Kelsey yeah. is gonna put up fucking sixteen hundred yards and 25 touchdowns. Honestly, cheat on him. Cheat on him, please. <laughs> please cheat on him. <laughs> no, don't cheat on him. Don't cheat on Travis Kelsey. He's going to win Super Bowl MVP, and then they're going to celebrate, and then they're going to get married and have a bunch of babies, and it's going to And then it's going to be the most dangerous time in the world to be trying to date white women. Uh, yes, that like, is correct. Like, I'm telling you, like... like or I'm, or yeah, if you're if you're ready and you want, and you you want really something, need a shoddy, fucking if, get ready. If you really need a shoddy, well, as soon as Taylor Swift gets engaged, you go to every single Taylor Swift night at a bar you can find. Yeah. And I promise you, you will come away with a girlfriend within a month. It'll happen. A month, I think, is a long time. <laughs> I think a couple nights, and I think yeah, you'll like find you one. Go to like literally three Taylor Swift bar nights. You'll find a Maybe. shoddy. You'll find a shoddy. Just wear, wear a Travis Kelsey jersey. All right. Yeah, perfect. Have a little bit of swag. 
dude, and you're in. Dudes, it's going to be so easy, dudes. Come on. Wear a Travis Kelsey jersey. They're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm Taylor's trying, boy. I'm just trying to help you. I'm I know, just trying right? to help you out, guys. Like, if Taylor Swift gets engaged, gets pregnant, well, if she gets engaged, lock in. This is your time to go get a girlfriend. If she gets pregnant, you better watch the hell out. Watch out. You better watch the hell out. Okay, just, yeah. Just like, be careful. Watch. Because there's going to be a lot of girlies that want to have a baby born at the same time as Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. That and, just yeah, just... Look out, fellas! Don't need those 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 knee lockers. You know, <laughs> can't be having that. Um. Anyways, on a less misogynistic misogynistic note, um, we have been dropped the ball. We missed you last week. Um, we will get to you. <laughs> We've been dropped the ball. We missed you last <laughs> week. Thank you, Kansas City. Um. If you if you do uh tune in, you won't. If you do though, uh, we will make sure that uh. We will make sure that we're back next week, regardless mm-hmm. of what happens in the Super Bowl. Of course. Because we do need to talk we about the Royals offseason. we got spring training coming up. We're probably going to have a Royals episode. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover. <laughs> a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Way to, way to flow off. That was yeah, I think that was a great flow off. Yeah, way to uh, flow off and really keep it rolling. Well, keep it rolling. Keep, it rolling. keep the line moving. Keep the line moving. This was Drop the Ball. Thank you so much for listening. And Jackson's trying time. to end this so bad. I'm trying to get out of here because it's getting dark and we don't have a lamp turned on. And so it's about to get kind of get sad. Just us sitting in a dark room talking about sports. That's okay. Until next time. You know how it is. Don't drop the ball. You know how it is. I would keep that out. (laughs) 